I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Yeah. Okay, so we finished reading the definitions of tzedakah last time, right? So let's just review. Ah, Isaiah is here. Um, so let's review the first halacha and then go right into the question of how much tzedakah do you have to give? Okay. So, I mean, he already partially answered that, but mitzvah to say, litin tzedakah. So that, that is the first instance of how much you should give. But it's mitzvah to give tzedakah to the poor of Israel in accordance with that which is proper for the Ani. And remember, and tzedakah means to give each balchov um, that which is it is owed, and then to bring give each existing thing that which is befits its existence. Uh, that was what he, uh, more, Ram says in the morning book. Okay. Okay. Uh, you should uh, open your hand to him and you should strengthen him. A ger and Toshav Vachayim Machni will live with you. The Nemar Vachayachich Imach. Yeah? Did we read that line? Oh, sorry, no, we didn't. If, if you have the, the ability. So, another thing we didn't do, um, what would you say the differences between these three psukim? You should surely open your hand to him and then you shall strengthen him, the ger and the Toshav, and he will live with you. And then your brother will live with you. Pesach kind of sounds like. Has nothing to do with the Ani. Yeah. So far as like his, like what he needs, it's just like, yeah. Should be given. Right. It's totally referring to your givingness. Yeah. Your, there's a generosity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one is like what you're doing to the Ani. So right. Maybe you're strengthening him. Yeah. And then yeah. Like that kind of seems to bring the two together almost. Um, yeah. Not to go one, two, three, but it kind of, kind of does that, right? It says that like, then he's your brother. And he's living with you. Right. Like, it's like, yeah. Like right, right. Because because the one before this does say Chaimach, but it doesn't emphasize the brother, the brotherhood, right? Yeah. Um, so it does seem to be talking about a certain effect on... Oh, because the giver is given. So, yeah. Say again? These are the three Pesukim that he quotes as the source of Tzedakah. You should surely open your hand to him. So I'm saying that that is putting the emphasis on the act of giving almost like no description of the per- the recipient. Also like no description of like what love of, um, of like how much you have to give either. Just like, right. Just give him. Yeah. Then the Nemar Hechazakta strengthen him is referring to the effect in, uh, in the, in, in the recipient. Ger Vitoshav. I still don't know why it emphasizes Ger Vitoshav because it's not just a Ger and a Toshav. I mean, it's putting in terms of Eretz Yisrael, which is interesting, right? Those are Eretz Yisrael terms. Uh, Ger just means a convert, but when you're talking about Eretz Yisrael, Ger Vitoshav seems to have like a their relationship to the land. Are they a temporary uh, dweller or are they a permanent dweller? And then Vachai Imachani will live with you. Okay, but but that still is putting the emphasis on you strengthening him and therefore he lives with you. But then Imach is like an equality. He is your brother and he's living with you as a result of the, of the thing you did. Yeah, Isaiah? What is the translation of hold on, the hold on. I think my volume is messed up. Uh uh still still hold on, hold on. Uh okay, now you may speak. Can you hear me? Yeah. So how are we translating the hezakta? What is being strengthened? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. um, so uh, that is going to be defined in the next halacha. <laughs> okay, for our purposes, it means, uh, uh, well, for our purposes, which we already kind of said, it means give him what he needs. Presumably because like when he doesn't have what he needs, then he's, no, he's no, the ani. Yeah, give the ani what he needs. Yeah, we'll see that in a little while. Yeah, okay, I think that's a good elementary uh, or elementary, uh, initial uh-huh. theory. The last puzzle? Yeah. Yeah, is that as a result of you doing this, now your brother is living with you, which means like a certain type of equality. I don't mean to say equality like in wealth, but now you don't, you no longer have this poor guy and this rich guy, the poor guy who's unable to live in is dependent and the rich guy who is able to have stuff is, no, he's living with you. And he's your, it's emphasizing the equality because of the brother. So like the yeah, that's what I'm saying is this is the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like from the Jewish perspective, the Jewish perspective, and then like the outcome of that. Yeah, the societal, the societal outcome, I think. Yeah. Okay. 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 Anyone who sees a poor person begging, and hides his eyes from him, and doesn't give him tzedakah, Avar has violated a Do not clench your heart or uh, strengthen your heart and do not clench your fist from your brother, the destitute one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So now we have to see what are the parameters of that. Okay, so let, let's, today let's get the facts and then we'll pick what to analyze for tomorrow. Why is this? Okay. Based on what the ani is lacking, you are commanded to give him. Okay. If he has no clothing, you clothe him. Im ain lo clay bias. If he has no furniture, konin lo clay bias. Buy him furniture. Ain lo isha. If he's not married, masin oso oso isha. Then you marry him off to a woman. Vim haisa isha. And if the poor person is a is a woman, masin osa le ish. Then you marry her off to a man. Yeah, you mean in terms of getting them married? Yeah, right. Yeah, it is interesting, by the way, that like I, I know people sometimes feel resentment. Um, and rightly or wrongly so, it depends on the circumstances, towards anim who are collecting to be able to, like, uh, pay for weddings, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, so... Okay, there you go. Yeah, and so, so what I was going to say is, obviously, if they're making, like, champagne fountains filled with gold dust, then, like, then, then... Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see, we'll have to see this changes. So that's one thing, but, like, helping someone get married, like when he says misin, misin oso uh, isha, uh, that does not just mean like do a shidduch, right. right? It means like like financially help them to get married. Like they were talking about like what you give him, right? Um, okay, then afilu, now this is the controversial halacha, a controversial in our society. What was that? Uh, no, it doesn't mean dafka not. It's just is saying that... Yeah, right? You're giving him stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if the if the derech of this guy, this poor person, was to ride on a horse and, with a servant running in front of him, anyone else picturing uh, Haman yeah. and Morgai? Oh, I was, yeah. I was also picturing... Um, uh, Aladdin? Oh, Eliyahu Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know enough about it. Uh, um... He ran in front of the chariot of Ahab. Oh, interesting. Like, okay. like something about Kabul Amalek leaving her Russia. Interesting. The Hetni Viyar Minachasav. And then this guy became poor and lost his uh, possessions. 
We buy for him a horse to ride on and a servant to, to run before him. Shinemar, as it says, enough for his lack that he is lacking to him. <laughs> uh, you are obligated, you are commanded to fill his need, what he lacks, but you're not commanded to enrich in him, right? To make him richer, yeah. Just a question on that last part. Yeah. Uh, how? Well, in words. At what point, <laughs> yeah. At what point is that? Is that be like his general like Fazaka amount, or is it like his best moment? Like, like <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's a good question. That's it's a good question. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So, so all we get from him uh, from the Ramah's hint is Hayat Darko. Right. That this was his way. So it's definitely not his best moment, okay. right? It means that this is like his standard of living. I think I think what we the way we would say it in English it loosely corresponds to this was his standard of living. Now the thing is, is that um, the standards of living change. You know, like like yeah. Standards doesn't. I guess standards. It's fine. I was going to say it doesn't mean he has that much money to be living that way. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Meaning if he was already living beyond his means uh, at that time. Yeah, bring it back to- right. So that's a good question. Go that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, Joseph. As in like, first, at what point below his normal state yeah. does he become an eye? Second, once like say he's a beggar or whatever. Right. At what like does does he stop like you give him hundred thousand dollars? Does he stop being an ami? So said so said the right. Whether or not he's been fulfilled to his uh. So yeah, so that question will be answered in halacha vav. Let me know, Who do we give to? Okay, so we're going to wait for that one. Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> Zifkin. <laughs> Zifkin. Um, and there's just in the end there. It's interesting that he says that. That's like to to make whole. Okay. Yeah. So that seems to be saying that, like, especially given the example, like you fill the void in his like way of life, mm-hmm. but you don't like fill his bank account. No, it means uh, you're not obligated to make him richer. Oh, richer. Richer. I think Lashros to in, to enrich in him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think I think that's Prashad. Yeah. I, I thought that right. Meant to, like, now again, and it doesn't mean like obviously this guy who did this was rich. But that's why I'm learning La'ashro does not mean like to make, to bring him to a certain level of wealth. It means to make him richer. La'ashro. You can ask that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I could have sure just closed my eyes and said it and he could have spoken and used them. Um, uh, so I think plain shot of this, I don't think this is controversial. I mean, the halacha would make a lot of people upset now. Plain shot. So how is this like if, if he doesn't, you don't need a, a, a slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how's that a need? Yeah, lacking is defined by the individuals, and you're making uh, as just like you're making the person what naturally is. Okay, I think you, I think you're on the right track. I think we could say a little bit better though. Yeah, because it's not just defined like the individual. Like, well, I need uh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's that's a better way of saying it. I'm going to say it in my own way, and you'll tell me if there's a nuanced difference. Yeah, Kiva. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so right. 
Meaning the idea is that when someone's poor, like you could say, oh, this is good. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, that's- so the interesting thing though, so I, I do agree with you. But I'm going to say it the way I was going to say it. And then you tell me if you, we can do it out if you disagree, if either of you disagree. I think that there is, so we know you have physical needs, right? So there is such a thing as psychological needs. Okay. And I think the barometer of the psychological needs is the fact that when you had a certain standard of living and then you drop below that, then there is pain, uh, whether it's like pain about something from your self-identity or in society, like people looking down at you, you know, what we're, I'm not going into what the psychology is, but there is such a thing as psychological needs. And this is the difficulty, which is that your psychological needs could be um, induced by your own crazy standards of living, right? Or by your society, for example, we are all in a situation where we need electricity and running water and like a floor, right? Now, do you actually need that? Of course you don't, right? Like in, 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 the, in, the, in the, the poorest uh, quadrant of the world, then they don't have either of the, any of those things and they can live. So don't tell me you need running water and you don't need uh, plumbing. But I think we would all <laughs> agree that if we didn't have plumbing and running water and a floor, then we would be in a state of lack. And so in other words, what I'm saying is like, unlike physical uh, needs, like needing water and oxygen, which is built into your physical constitution as a human animal, like, like this is common for everyone. Psychological needs do go based on a certain amount of, of like, of, of um, societal standards and a certain amount of like what you're used to. And Halakha recognizes that those are real needs. On the other hand, if I think if you do go like, okay, there's a, um, I, 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 I'm going to be wrong to judge this person, but I'm using it as an example. The very first time I was in my first year at Yeshiva, uh, I was walking on Central Avenue on late on a Friday afternoon, uh, which I did not know that you're not, you shouldn't do like do all your errands on Friday afternoon on Central Avenue because it's really busy. But there's a woman asking for tzedakah, right? And Again, I, I'm coming from Seattle. I don't really, I'm not familiar with people on the on the street like asking for tzedakah. So she said, please, please, tzedakah. Yeah, I need tzedakah. So I gave her tzedakah and she said, I need more. You know, my, my, uh, my, you know, I have a, a baby or whatever. So I gave her a little bit more. And she said, please, please, I need a new dress for Shabbos. Okay. Now, according to the Rambam, if that was her standard, you know, and if I knew that, then like I that would I, that would be no different than needing food, right? But if she just like is trying to like get stuff out of me to like have this like I want a new dress every Shabbos, you know, then then that we would say that that is not a psychological need, that's a psychological want. And how you draw the line is very difficult to determine. Yeah. And I guess the societal standards kind of answered this question right now. Yeah. But the other way. Uh, how far, like, if you just lost the evidence, but you still lost the horse, is that right? So you still, you still need to, you still need to uh, give them the evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, 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 uh, the uh, yeah, even a little. Oh, so that's like Joseph's question, right? Is that at what point does he leave the definition of poor? And and that, that's an interesting question, right? There's let me clarify this. Let me clarify this. That there's two things which I don't yet know whether they coincide. Okay, there's. Who is considered poor, for example, to the right where to the point where they can take tzedakah from the communal, like uh, the the kupa of the tzedakah or whatever, you know, not the king kupa, the, the um, uh, or the tamkoi, like like depend on the community, and then who is considered poor to the extent where you need to give them a certain amount of money, you know, and like so, and can you have a situation where this guy, let's say this guy was dirt poor but used to be rich with the, the, the horse and the Ebed, 
And then you give him enough to get the horse, but not the Eved, right? So is he still poor or is he not poor, but you're, you would still give him like, like that's what, this is what we have to figure out. Okay. And that's why we, we have to, I said this after she last time, I don't think I recorded it is in areas of Halakha where we have natural intuitions, sorry, in areas of Halakha where we don't have natural intuitions, like, like Tumas Kalin, you know, uh, like you're just kind of at the mercy of the facts, you know, which is a good situation because you're learning everything afresh, but it's bad because you have zero intuition here areas with Sadaka, like natural human categories that we deal with, we have lots of intuitions, you know, but the order of our intuitions is not necessarily the order of the halakhic structure. So we're going to have to, in addition to learning the halakhos and like shaping our intuitions, we have to take note of like what order the Raman answers the questions in, you know, and like, like be, be patient with, with that as well. But the, I mean, these are all good questions. Yeah. 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 I mean, if he's still distressed. I mean, how did it define what the type of one type of means? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 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 I don't too dependent on individual factors. I mean, clearly this is dependent, right? You know, like Haya Darko Shelzeh Ani Lirkov Alasus, you can define that without seeing inside the guy's head, right? Mm-hmm. Like you look at the guy, you know, this is a, let's use a modern example, right? That this this family uh belonged to a home that owned a car, right? And now they don't have a car, they have to take public transportation. It doesn't like it sounds like it doesn't matter what distress is going on in their head your Mitsuba to restore them to their socioeconomic status that they had before. You know, I, I would feel much more comfortable if that was the standard, even though it is based on an idea of psychological need, you know? And then one thing I want to mention also is when it says, so your derech can change, like I mentioned. So let's say like, like, like me, like when I was a kid, our family had one standard of living because we lived in Yakima and like everything was cheaper, you know? And then in Seattle, the cost of living is really high. So like, like we changed so let's say the first month that we moved to like Seattle, you wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't think you would say that. Uh, well, I, we weren't poor, so like, but like, like you know, you you could say at that at that point, their derech was that they had like a big house with a swimming pool, you know. But let's say like ten years go by, you can, you can no longer say like their derech was that. So like, at what point does your derech change? You know. All right, so more questions to answer. Because this is good getting into like the particulars now. So just sneak peek tomorrow. He has another halakh about the uh, orphan. And then the question is, how much do you have to give? Then there's the question of who do you have to give to? Like, how poor do they have to be? And then is it Jews and non-Jews? Okay, that's like the forecast for the week. Okay, all righty. Yeah. <laughs> if you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my 
readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.